Is this chicken what I have or is this fish? What are you? An idiot sandwich. Idiot sandwich what? An idiot sandwich, Chef Ramsay. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Congratulations, you're a meathead, son. But you know what? Don't ever put your hands on my underwear. This is the lamb. Where's the lamb Offended. Yeah. I mean, you really don't want to make friends around here, do you? I... I didn't come here for that. Hi everyone, welcome back to Snap Back to Reality, the podcast where we revisit the trash TV we grew up with and love to hate. I'm your host, Riley Annis, and this is episode 21. Thank you all so much for joining me once again. Did I say that kind of weird? I felt like I said that weird. Whatever guys, it's like 11 on Sunday night. I am trying to crank this out before I go to bed because tomorrow, as I mentioned in last week's episode, is Dungeons and Dragons night. So um, Andrew's friends will come over and I will have to lock myself away in the closet and I'm going to have to try and use some weird like little tykes version of audacity that like connects with a chrome extension because I only have a chromebook since I quit my job and I don't have a macbook anymore it's a whole thing um so I'm trying to get this done tonight anyway hopefully this isn't too crazy I'm excited about this episode so regardless I think it's still going to be fun um welcome back (laughs) that's all I'm trying to say Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the last two episodes that I had um, since I had guests back to back. Um, It was really fun recording with other people. I want to do more episodes with guests, so I'm trying to get those lined up for the future. Uh, So if you have any suggestions and you might, if you're interested in potentially being a guest, um, please let me know, DM me or send me an email. Uh, Also, I started my new job. I don't know if I talked about that on any of the other episodes since I had been with guests, but um, I started my new job. I've had two weeks in on that already um it's been going pretty well it's just weird being in a new place and not being an expert in things I don't like that I don't like not knowing everything I need to know to do my job correctly like immediately right now but that's just human nature and how learning works (laughs) it's just you know I haven't started a new job in a really long time so I'm just going through that but um otherwise it's going pretty well uh and today Andrew had off, so we cleaned up our entire apartment, um, top to bottom, which it got messier than we should have let it, uh, but just, like, with being, you know, in the new job and working and stuff, it's been, like, kind of crazy, and I haven't really, like, wanted to clean after getting home at all. So we cleaned today, and we got our artwork hung up, which is really exciting. I got this artwork framed, like, I don't know, probably two and a half three years ago even maybe not three maybe like two and a half years ago um, a really long time ago and I had just had it like piled up and sitting in like various corners of the old apartment because I procrastinate on projects for like a crazy long time like it's a really bad thing of me Um, if I buy something from Ikea it'll like sit in a box in the living room for like a year and then I'll build it like that is a true story directly from my life Uh, so we've had this art for like two and a half years and we finally hung it up today Um, and it wasn't even that hard it took us like I don't know 20 minutes to hang up everything I still have like my diploma in this shadow box I made with like my college um, cap and stoles and stuff from when I graduated but I have to figure out how to hang that up because it doesn't have a wire anyway I was very productive today and then I cranked out my notes for this episode and I'm cranking out this episode right now tonight and I feel like feeling good. I'm feeling like I'm setting myself up for like a good week. So I hope you all um, have a wonderful week when you listen to this as well. Um, So this week I I wanted to do a classic sort of reality show, um, like another kind of foundational show 
Um, so I decided that since I wanted to be doing this show eventually, why not the present, um, I'm talking about newlyweds Nick and Jessica this week. Uh, I remember being like pretty tuned into celebrity culture in general in this time period. Maybe I was like a little bit young for when it first started. I guess I would have been in elementary school still probably, um, but by the time it ended, I was like in just starting middle school. Um, so that was when I really started to get into like watching VH1 and like watching the recaps of things. Um, so I was definitely aware of like the whole Nick and Jessica like cultural moment, but I didn't necessarily tune into newlyweds. I wasn't super into like MTV shows and especially kind of just like celebrity kind of documentary style shows like this. Um, but I do remember when like the viral moments happened, like obviously the big one being like the chicken or fish tuna moment, um, just that happening. I remember that being talked about on various like late night shows and other t things. Uh, and I even remember when I went to camp, it was probably like when I was in fifth grade, uh, we had like, I took a drama class naturally because I take every drama class I can get my hands on. And there was one kind of like improv day we were supposed to come as a specific celebrity and, you know, act like that celebrity, so do a celebrity impression. And then I think at the end of the day, we're supposed to like guess who each other was. Um, and I chose Jessica Simpson just because I like knew of the like chicken or fish, like just like little soundbite moments that I could throw out. So yeah, I just like remember this being a very important period culturally. But since I didn't watch the show, I wanted to go back and kind of see how it compares. Um, I also think it's a super important show just in general, and I'll get to this when I do the background, but it was kind of inspired by the Osbournes a little bit, and so the Osbournes were kind of the first ever reality TV show, like family, celebrity family style show, then this was like the first like following a, real a reality TV couple, or like a celebrity couple on reality TV, which obviously is um, a pretty big fucking subgenre of reality TV these days. And so it really all harkens back to Nick and Jessica. Uh, so the show started airing on MTV on August 19th, 2003. And like I just mentioned, it was kind of the network's answer to the popularity of the Osbournes. They really wanted to continue to capitalize on this new kind of like celebrity reality TV subgenre in general. Um, and what's interesting is that the premise for the show had originally been pitched in the 90s and it was actually intended for Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley after they got married in 1994, uh, but they ultimately decided not to continue on with production. Um, so it was the premise itself was kind of just shelved for a while and then um, Joe Simpson, who is Jessica's like dadager and also like some creepy ass shit about him we'll get into it um he he revived the idea for nick and her new husband nick for jessica god and her new husband nick lachey um so the show kind of just follows jessica and nick in their first years of marriage like literally like right after they got married which is not great for a new marriage um so it's like their first years of marriage is also their first time ever living together because this is you know a big point of the series and of what was going on in pop culture at that time in general but jessica it was highly publicized that she was a virgin because this was the time in culture when we could talk about that and focus on uh, young pop stars' virginities instead of their talent and abilities. Um, so there was that whole thing of like, oh, Britney Spears, like they asked in all her fucking interviews if she was a virgin and she would say yes and then she would like stop talking about it because Britney Spears wasn't a virgin anymore and she was a young woman who wanted to and should be allowed to enjoy sex. 
Um, whereas Jessica was like the anti-Britney, um, comes from like a very religious background and came up through like singing in the church and was very highly publicized. Like she had a purity ring from her father. Again, fucking creepy. Um, and that was just her whole shtick is that she was like the virginal one and she was going to stay pure. And so it was like highly publicized that she, um, waited until marriage. Anyway, so it's like also just very weird that that's like you you that you choose to do that. That's fine. Like that's your choice if you want to. Like I think differently, but if you want to wait until marriage, like whatever, you're allowed to do that. That's your choice. Don't then introduce in like reality TV cameras and producers and all this other bullshit that comes with being on reality TV, which I guess they didn't know at the time because reality TV wasn't like a huge thing. I'm talking in circles, but you see what I mean? Like if you're gonna just jump into such a new thing of like being in this kind of relationship and adding in this whole other element not only of like being married but also of like having like a sexual component to your relationship for the first time ever well I guess it's not the first time ever I'm sure they did like blowjobs and anal and all kinds of other like Christian loophole types of things okay maybe it doesn't matter then but it's still bad I think to start a reality tv show like within months of getting married that I think we can all agree on Okay, guys, I'm sorry. I told you this is late and it's been a long day, so <laughs> I hope this isn't I hope this isn't too crazy. I'll try and stay on track, you guys. Um, so anyway, yes, Jessica's father revived the idea of this show and kind of just set Jessica up to do that with Nick. Um, so yes, it follows them in their first year of marriage, their first time living together. They're also recording and promoting their first new big albums. Um, so Jessica, I think, had two albums prior to this, but this was definitely her biggest release yet, her album In the Skin. And then Nick had been known for his um, time with the band 98 Degrees, but he had uh, started his own solo project with a uh, an album called Solo. Yes, that's solo spelled S-O-U-L-O. Ugh. Um, and so the show also, well, the first season of the show coincided the re with the release of those albums, so it was all this one big, like, huge marketing ploy. Um, the show definitely was a huge cultural or it had a huge cultural impact um it got you know very popular and it was definitely famous for jessica's kind of sweet naive dumb blonde sort of persona which led to many of those viral moments like the chicken and fish obviously um also her saying in one scene like they were having buffalo wings and she asked about do buffaloes have wings or i didn't know that buffaloes have wings or i've never had buffalo before or something like that um just things like that where it's been it's been speculated whether or not she was playing that up, if she was truly being that naive. I saw one interview from like a producer on the show who said that it was all like very real and like that's truly who she was, which, but I mean, they're a producer. Like even if they're not on the show anymore, they're maybe not giving away industry secrets. Um, and I think in general, like there was kind of a cultural consensus that maybe she was just kind of playing it up, which is fine. Like that's, that's what makes good TV. That's what made the show super popular. So more power to her. It ran for three seasons before ending in March of 2005 with Jessica and Nick divorcing shortly afterwards. Um, and another thing that was kind of significant about the show is just that it turned these, these two C-list stars into A-listers. And it really kind of blew up their spot. Um, and Jessica specifically going into the relationship, she was kind of an unknown. She was just like, you know, a few steps behind Britney, a few steps behind Christina, all those other pop stars, even Mandy Moore, I guess at this time, you know, there were all these other pop stars and then Nick was in 98 Degrees, which was like, you know, discount 
in sync backstreet boys um nick was well was more well known uh compared to jessica but by the time they were both on this show they were both huge and then jessica's career had just like taken off so it's just kind of interesting um to see this was one of the first times that reality tv did that for someone where it really really bolstered their career in a huge tangible way um so for this episode that I chose to recap, I watched the entire season. It's available on YouTube. Um, it's not great quality, obviously. Like, it's the quality that's available on YouTube. I found it pretty boring, um, and it might just be because I binged it, like, in two sessions, and it all kind of just ran together. And also, like, each episode was broken into, like, four five-minute chunks, so it was kind of a little bit discombobulated. Um, but I did find that the episodes were not super super interesting and sometimes they didn't really have a clear narrative arc this is something that i found when i was re-watching the ashley simpson show a while ago which is definitely something that i'll probably do within the next few episodes since we'll like stay on a simpson theme but um i was thinking about recording an episode that included one of those viral moments like chicken and fish or buffalo wing or whatever else but those were all just kind of like one-off throwaway scenes and otherwise kind of boring and uneventful episodes. So the one that I ended up choosing, um, I wanted to talk about because I thought it kind of had the most meat to it. It actually has a narrative arc, unlike most of the other episodes in this season. Um, and it has some like pretty legitimate tension just regarding their careers and this kind of unspoken rivalry that develops throughout the season of Nick's career versus Jessica's career you know because they're both they're obviously both supporting one another but at this time it seems like either Jessica just had more resources because of her parents or because of her label behind her and she Nick had to fight a little bit harder um and that's kind of reflected I guess in the status of their careers now whereas like everyone knows who Jessica Simpson is and Nick Lachey is kind of just shows up on like those lists on the internet of like whatever happened to these people <laughs> they were so big 15 years ago where are they now um so yeah this one I thought just kind of had more ties to the real world than some of the other episodes that I considered like there was one where they go camping that's just kind of like lighthearted and silly and fun because Jessica in the wild is like hilarious but I don't know there was more to, there was more here that was like real than most other episodes so I am talking about season one episode eight and it's called the video shoot so we have this cold open scene that has nothing to do with like anything that happens in the rest of the episode I can't remember if there were a lot of cold opens like this in the other episodes um, but it's Nick Jessica and another couple which I believe is Nick's brother Drew and his girlfriend or wife or whoever they're all sitting together outside at a table I am 99% sure that they're at the Atlantis resort in the Bahamas based on like the color of the stone behind them and I'm pretty sure someone's wearing a sweatshirt that says Nassau uh, but they never address this whatsoever like there's never an episode where they like go to the Bahamas maybe it happens in season two but I didn't watch season two because I had enough going on with my life to watch a boring ass tv show um, so Jessica asks if Nick's brother has a hairy, a hairy butt like Nick, and then they start talking about Nick's hairy butt, uh, and he tries to say that he's not hairy anywhere else, like not on his chest or arms, and Jessica's just like, oh yeah, well that's a good thing because I don't like hairy, um, and it's a good thing that I don't lick your asshole, 
which is really funny because it's just like it's cute watching Jessica Simpson be crude like that just because she's so sweet and innocent and bubbly but also watching this in 2019 is really fucking funny because like all anyone else talks about is eating ass and so Nick kind of gets salty and he's like god Jessica draw a line somewhere and so she's still just like laughing and joking with it and she's like oh I like your cute little hiney and she's like well if you want me to lick it I'll lick it which was a very open-minded attitude for 2003 (laughs) so she'd be welcome in 2019 I wonder I wonder if she eats her husband's ass now um anyway that's it that's like a cute little open scene and then it just cuts to Nick riding in a car uh he tells us that we're going to a video shoot um and tries to explain that he looks like a scrub because there's a policy to never show up to the video with your hair already done his hair looks fine I guess he's one of those men that like puts a lot of time into like gelling it but it's just like a normal dude's haircut right now whatever um so he says that he it's an important video because it's like his one shot as a solo artist which I guess he means like his one shot to make a first impression because if you only have one shot at all then that's not you're not doing very well in your career you should have at least a few uh, we see Nick and Heron make up prior to the video. Um, we also see some like behind the scenes shots of the crew like getting things set up while Nick gets his hair done. Um, and then the video begins, they begin shooting. The first thing we see is like doors open on this room and it's a room full of, you know, dancing women, like sexy women. And Nick, shirtless and awkwardly like a white man, dance swaying, moving his arms. It's so funny. <laughs> because he's not a good dancer like Nick Lachey is definitely you know the poor the poor poor man's Justin Timberlake because at least Justin Timberlake can fucking dance um we see Jessica she arrives on set I guess to just like watch and hang out uh more awkward shots of Nick dancing and lip syncing to his song they never at any point like play the song that he's performing although in an earlier episode in the season they like show him recording the song so it's not like it's an exact like secret um and we see him and Jessica chat in between scenes she kind of gives some suggestions which I guess he's open to but I don't know there seems like there's a little bit of tension there it seems like he doesn't fully accept anything that she ever says um more shots of Nick dancing awkwardly this time he's wearing a black tank top and he's not shirtless so you know that's an improvement that's just me being snarky he has a great body um and then that's a wrap um there's also this cute little quick scene of Jessica attempting to open a bottle of champagne she's like I've never opened a bottle of champagne before but I will for next video um but she's like afraid to pop it she's like trying to turn the little like metal part I've actually also never opened a bottle of champagne because I'm also afraid to pop it so I related to her in that moment and she like pops the bottle and she screams a little bit so it was it was just cute Jessica's really cute in like all of these scenes uh they arrive back home and also for some reason they have like six shoe boxes that they bring in from the trunk of her car that's also never addressed he's just like get your shoe boxes and then he grabs like four and then she's carrying like two um we get a title card like a two weeks later little like cut which is interesting um this is the only episode that I can remember that had something like that and it's also the only time um that they acknowledge any kind of time jumps within or like in between episodes so I just thought that was kind of funny that they put this there um they're just not like tv magic you like it takes time you can't just have your music video ready the next day to watch um so two weeks later nick has a rough copy of the video and he's watching it at home with jessica um so we see shots of the music video and again it's like not 
the actual music that goes to the video that's playing, but it is the same music that they used in the earlier scenes where he was filming the video, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, they do the same thing later on. Jessica also films a music video in this episode. Spoilers, <laughs> spoiler um, for something that happens later on this fucking episode. But they do the same thing when Jessica's filming. They like play this one song, and then when like they see her cut of the video. They play that same song that's not her song that we heard her recording in an earlier episode. And I think maybe they're just trying to like match the like vibe of the song without using the song itself to I guess just build tension so that then when it's over the audience wants to go out and see the full music video. I mean I guess it worked because that's exactly what I did. Like I went online and I watched the actual music videos for both of these. It's just something I noticed. Um, so Nick and Jessica are watching the video and their body language, like they do not give, well, they give a fuck, but like they don't like it. I don't know how Jessica actually feels, but they're both like just super, super slouched down in the couch and Nick just like does not look happy with it. Um, he says that he doesn't like the tank top, like I guess just when he was wearing his black tank top because he looks too beefcakey. Um, they just like discuss it with each other a little bit. But this this scene is kind of interesting because they have really poor communication and this is something that I noticed throughout the entire season is just that they have very poor communication skills and that they bicker with each other a lot um, and it reminded me a lot of um, Adrienne Maloof and her husband from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills like the first two seasons because those are the only two that I watched but just the way that they would bicker back and forth and kind of pass it off like oh this is just like our particular brand of our marriage but actually it was because they had like poor communication skills with one another. It really reminds me of that. So he was like kind of asking her things and I guess she either didn't have a very strong opinion or just wanted to be supportive and didn't really want to like critique anything because I do think that if she had actually critiqued anything he probably would have gotten super defensive immediately. Um, so she was just like no it looks good um, and he was saying that it was boring. She was like well people will just be like distracted by the dancing women. No one will be bored by it. And you know he asks her even says um, if there's anything that she would change or like if she likes it because he's like there are some close-up shots that he doesn't like or something like that. And she's like no I like it. I mean if you want to change some of the close-ups like yeah that would be fine. And then he like gets up and he's like you're not helpful and like walks away and she's just like damn. And so that's just like very exemplary of the way that they treat one another throughout the season is you know ostensibly they're being supportive of one another in their careers but Nick can be kind of biting and condescending and I think he's a little bit defensive I think just because he feels maybe he doesn't have the resources or the support of the label and like the family that Jessica has um it's interesting like their dynamic is not healthy like it doesn't seem healthy to me at all and obviously I know that they divorced within like three years but it's not great you guys uh, so the next morning, it's 5 a.m., and Jessica and Nick are leaving to go shoot her video. There, There's that spoiler I mentioned earlier. Um, her video for Sweetest Sin. Sweetest Sin, by the way, is a song about losing her virginity to Nick Lachey. Um, and I, th I did think that this was funny. So Nick says, come on, we're already late. Like, they'll be yelling. And Nick goes, who? And he's like, Whoever it's, whoever's job it is to yell, there's always a yeller, which I just thought was, like, kind of cute. Um, so in the limo, Jessica explains that Nick is going to be playing her love interest in the video, which is uh, kind of sweet, I guess. 
Uh, she also mentions that it's a 14-hour day, which is nuts. Like, I know that that's how it is in Hollywood land. You just got to do what you got to do, and you have, like, 14-hour days and all this shit. But, woof. Um, also, she had a 6 a.m. call time, so that means she should be, like, shooting until 8 p.m. That's, like, a rough fucking day. And then she's, like, asking Nick questions about, like, what's going on. Like, oh, are we going to be in the water all day long? He's like, I don't know. It's your video, which I just thought was funny because, like, yeah, bitch, he's not going to know ask your record label ask your dad uh so they arrive um we get a scene of jessica just like i guess in the dressing trailer being like bent over in a shower <laughs> and they're getting her hair wet i don't know why because she's about to go stand in a waterfall but they had to pre-wet her hair um we also see at this moment we see ken who is her hairstylist and like her family friend i guess he is he got like semi-famous um around this time as being like her friend like in her entourage and does anyone remember they had like a line of hair extensions that Jessica and Ken put out together I remember seeing those advertisements in magazines and stuff so Nick and Jessica are shooting a scene together where like I mentioned they're standing under under a waterfall and they are making out like they are really making out like as soon as they yell action they start going for it um so it's funny because we see this shot of Nick and Jessica like really going like going for it making out and then it cuts to like the director who's just this old man with white hair and he's kind of like looking out at them um and then like another cut to Nick and Jessica like eating each other's faces and then it cuts to Jessica's mom just like grinning (laughs) um her parents are like both of her parents are so fucking creepy but her dad is way worse uh, so Nick and Jess finish shooting and they get out of the waterfall looking like drowned rats, looking like a drowned harass rat. Um, and Jessica's drying off and she's like getting into her terry cloth robe because it's apparently also very cold. And then the director comes over and tells her that uh, she needs to go back in because they like didn't get the right shot. And so she just like sticks out her lip all pouty because Jessica is like actually a baby. She literally said that in an interview like after she got married. She's like, I'm a baby. Nick is marrying a baby, which is not great. Also, he's seven years older than her. I wonder if they're into like DDLG, BDSM. I don't know was BDSM I mean obviously it was a thing but like I know it wasn't really in the mainstream cultural consciousness until Fifty Shades of Grey so I wonder if Jessica Simpson knew anything about that um also some more just like fun editing so they get back in the waterfall we get a close-up on a sign saying saying keep off the waterfall and then we get a close-up on this guy who I guess must be like the assistant director or something and he's like biting his knit lip and like nodding creepily and then his head turns and as he turns the camera like zooms out and we see him turn to like look at Nick and Jessica making out in the waterfall again and it's just really funny um and I just I just really appreciate the editing like how they're juxtaposing like the weird scenes of them kissing with like all of the randos who are watching them so um creeper who is watching them assistant director guy yells cut uh gets them out of the waterfall um jessica has to shoot some like solo time of her in the waterfall like in the waterfall pond it just looks like she's shivering like you all you see is her just like wrapping her arms around herself but i in the video she does very well like i watched it she looks fine she doesn't look like she's freezing cold um and it reminds me of like america's next top model and how they would always in every fucking cycle make some girls go into some like fucking 32 degrees water <laughs> risk hypothermia and all that shit and be like model through the pain and then like in judging they'd be like I can see the pain in your eyes you're eliminated <laughs> um so yeah like back in the trailer in between the scenes Jessica's even saying like this is torture like this is so bad 
Uh, we get a funny little moment of Nick outside the trailer in his robe, and he's explaining that Jessica's getting her makeup touched up, uh, but he calls it, she's like, oh, he's, she's getting her makeup refined right now. And then, like, as he's saying that, she comes out and, like, comes around the car that's behind him and spooks him, and he jumps. Um, and it, it's just funny. And so then she's like, oh, my ears are itching. Like, you were talking about me. And he's like, oh, you mean burning? And so they have this little conversation like, you know, your ears are itching. Like, your ears itch. They have a rash. Your ears are burning. Someone's talking about you. But he's just, like, being condescending. Like, how he does. Like, how he talks to her. Um, and I'm just like, give her a pass. She's close enough. It's practically the same sensation of itching and burning. Like, and she's not that far off from the saying. Uh, and you were just talking about makeup being refined when you meant, like, touched up. So fuck you. <laughs> um, they go down to a set, which is a bed on a beach. And uh, they shoot some more scenes of them making out in the bed. Just because creepy-ass Father Joe is, like, leaning in watching them. And then Nick even says, like, this is my nightmare, like, making out with you in bed and your father walks in. Nick is very realistic about, like, how fucking weird her family is. And that's something that came up, like, in all their divorce proceedings. Like, all the drama in the tabloids was just, like, she was so close to her family. And he just, like, felt too smothered. And the fact that, like, her dad is, like, a producer on the reality show... It's, he was just around too much so all that to preface the creepiest scene that happens in this first season of the show I can't speak to the other seasons but it's hard to talk so uh Joe has an interview and he's talking to the camera and he says the following and I wrote this down verbatim he says Jessica has waited to sing about or have sex until she's married and now she's married and we're celebrating the fact that she can do it until she's blue in the face and that she can sing about it too. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> that's, oh, that's so weird. Like, it's already weird enough that, like, you've marketed her virginity as, like, her brand but the fact that you're like oh we're celebrating the fact that she gets to have sex now it's not just like she's celebrating that like she's a liberated woman or whatever the fuck because he would never say that but like we as a family like it's very I don't know fucking hands maid's tale fucking incestuous creepy ass bullshit okay back to the scene of them shooting the video like that was fine um Jessica's still cold and wet <laughs> Um, we see them shoot a scene and Nick is like pinning her up against a rock. This is basically just like this entire video shoot is just softcore porn. Um, with like 30 people around watching. Including her parents. Uh, and I guess that's it. That's the last scene that they shoot because the crew like they all start applauding and the director yells like that's a rat. Cut. Um, Nick and Jessica go back home. We see this like little pointless scene of them in a limo and Jessica's like obviously very tired because they've been shooting for 14 hours and Nick's just like what's wrong and she's like nothing I'm tired and then it like cut it just you know transitions to them napping slouched over great thanks uh back home in their kitchen I guess this is like the next day um Nick says how he's filmed a lot of videos humble brag uh but that was like top two of the worst places he's ever had to film like doing a video and Jessica was just saying like oh my stomach is so sore, so sore from shivering. <laughs> like my back and my stomach are so sore. Like I can't even laugh anymore. That's it. They just had a rough time of it. Um, so the next day or whenever it is, um, Nick tells, or Jessica tells Nick that her dad is going to show them the selects from her video shoot. 
Uh, just as a side note, she's just lounging around here. She's wearing like a bikini top and it's, I thought she was wearing like a towel wrapped around her bottom, but in another like scene, it looked like it might just be high-waisted shorts. But I don't know, Jessica's like always in a bikini top or just a hoodie or a terry cloth tube dress because she is our unfussy queen. Um, so we see her dad and Nick and her all watch the video together, which again is mostly just softcore porn and it's weird. Um, and again, it's just the video playing with some song that isn't the sweetest sin playing in the background. So we see her like singing, but it's not matching any of the words that we're hearing, like listening to the scene. Um, and Jessica's mom comes out of nowhere and asks her how she likes it. And Jessica says that she likes it, like it's good. Also, side note, her mom and her dad have this cute little puppy. It's like white and fluffy and very small. It's like a Maltese or a Bichon. I don't know what the difference is between those dogs um but it's really cute uh and Nick asks this is kind of awkward so Nick asks what the budget for the video was her dad says 172 which I guess means like 172,000 and so then Jessica's like well what what was your budget and he's just like I don't want to talk about it so yeah this is like a little bit of tension a little bit of drama between the newlyweds of Jessica having whatever budget you know however much it was compared to his and I think I don't know if they're on the same label I know that when they met which was like in 1998 when she was only 18 and he was 24 um when they met they had the same manager so I don't know if they still have that but if they do if they are on the same kind of label or have the same manager that's definitely got to be like a little bit of internal drama to have her have like such a bigger budget for her music video as compared to him so then he says, like, after seeing her video, it's obvious that his is not up to snuff. You know, it was a half-assed video. It was a half-assed shoot, and it comes off that way. So he's like, we want to reshoot the video. So then we get this, like, PowerPoint-ass, like, looking flip screen, you know, like, where the screen just, like, flips and turns around, which I just thought was fucking hilarious. Um, and he's on a conference call with, I guess, the record label um, and the video producer, talking about what it would cost to do a reshoot um so his label says that they have like ten thousand dollars max for reshoots but the producers would need like at least fifty five thousand to do something good so nick is just trying to convince anyone and everyone that it's worth it to spend the money for his video he feels that like coming out with a good video is really important and will help him like make his mark as a solo artist so we see these different scenes of nick just like working it and calling everyone on this side of the fucking Mississippi, everyone in fucking California that he knows trying to pull out all the stops to get his fucking video reshot. He has to make these conference calls. He has to get a hold of these different people. You know, he's he's dialing phones. He's making calls. He's schmoozing. He's trying to get the money. And meanwhile, Jessica's just like floating in the pool, hanging out, just enjoying the sunshine. <laughs> and Nick's meanwhile on his like ninth hour of a conference call today. At one point he's like trying to get a three-way call going. He's struggling with that. He like another phone rings while he's on the phone. He has two phones up to his two ears. And Nick and Jessica's just like floating. <laughs> Poor Nick. So there's a little scene with Nick and Jessica um, and he's talking about maybe using his own money to fund the reshoots and asked if she would do it and she's like no way there's no way that you would let me do that there's no way that you're going to get money back from your label if you front it and he says that he understands but he feels like this is something he really needs to do and she's just like you don't know that it's going to pay off so it yeah there's a little bit of drama there I kind of wish that we had dug into that a little bit more like this is just like a one-off maybe 
two minutes, not even two minutes, like a minute scene, a short little thing. But I feel like that would have been more interesting if they kind of expanded that a little bit more of like Nick wants to use his money but Jessica doesn't and this is kind of a flip because Jessica's the one who wants to always spend their money on an interior designer and like going shopping and things like that whereas Nick is the one who's frugal so I just felt like that could have gone a little bit deeper um but Jessica does mention that it's like 35,000 it would be like $35,000 of their own money um and there's no way that he would ever let her do that so it's the next day again, or two weeks later, who fucking knows. Um, so Nick's on the phone. It sounds like he was able to wrangle at least another $30,000 from his record label to reshoot the video. Uh, but he does have to give up independent pl- publicity and wardrobe, whatever that means. I guess wardrobe on the video um, in order to do it, but he, he gets his money. Uh, so he at this point, he name drops Dax as a person who's going to be in his video. Yes, indeed, it is Dax Shepard, king of the early 2000s. <laughs> um, so he also says something about like doing it gorilla style in their side yard. And then Jessica goes like gorilla style. And you know, she thinks gorilla like G-O-R-I-L-L-A. She's like monkeys in my yard. Uh, and so then we get like this cute little line where he's like, do you want to go eat? And she's like, yeah, I'm hungry. And he's like, well, what do you want to eat? And she just says food. That's, I don't know. It was cute. All right, so we cut to the reshoot, um, and we see some scenes of whatever the fuck their premise is for the video. So it's Nick, it's Dax, uh, it's a, a woman who's dancing um, in front of a t- trailer. They, we see Dax getting thrown out of a trailer. Um, so the original video that Nick had seen that Nick had shot was just like a bland, generic video of him dancing a couple of different outfit changes and scenes but him doing the same kind of awkward white guy shuffle dance and the hot women surrounding him a couple of close-ups of him like directly to the camera yeah it was like not very interesting of a video um so the new video has some kind of weird narrative that they just chose to go with of Dax is getting thrown out of his trailer by his lady love and in the TV that's in his front yard of a trailer because he's trailer trash. They're playing that original Nick Lachey video. So they like use the shoot somewhere like in that. And I guess he gets inspired to like be suave like Nick Lachey. And he's like watching the video and trying to learn how to dance from this man who doesn't know how to dance. Um, And then Nick comes up and he teaches him how to be a cool guy. And then the lady takes him back. All right, that's it. Whatever. Um, So they wrap up the reshoot. Also, we see Dax and the actress who plays his love interest, who I found out later in my research is actually Jennifer Morrison of House, Once Upon a Time and How I Met Your Mother fame. So that's kind of fun. So Dax is like inside their kitchen messing around and he's like, oh, I'm just going to cook a casserole. I'm going to cook some pies. Um, And Nick's like, well, you can have some of the lean cuisines in the freezer. Um, and then Jennifer says, oh, well, is that your dinner of choice when Jessica's away? And then Dax is just like, yeah, like Jessica does a shitload of cooking in here anyway. So that was just kind of funny. Um, this is also one of the overarching themes of this season in general. Uh, so I thought it was kind of nice that there was something that tied back into a theme. I love editing when it's like done correctly, done well, um, So, like, it's a thing that, like, Jessica doesn't know how to be a good homemaker. She doesn't know how to cook. She doesn't know how to clean. Nick is the one who keeps the house together and is, like, a bit of a house husband uh, while Jessica's kind of, like, blowing up in her career. So we get another two weeks 
two weeks later title card. Again, I think it's kind of funny because we didn't get that between when Jessica did her shoot and when we saw whatever her select scenes were. So maybe it's just that Jessica has that support of her dad who's like pushing behind the scenes to get her stuff early, whereas Nick just kind of has to wait until someone comes to him and says something. So Nick watches the re-edited video. And this time we know that he likes it because he's grinning and he's nodding his head while he watches it. Um, and so he says, this is like a voiceover, but he says something about how they pulled a rabbit out of their hats today. The first time I watched it, I thought he said a rabbit out of our ass. And knowing Nick Lachey, it really could be either like we pulled a rabbit out of our hat or we pulled a rabbit out of our ass. So who's to say? Um, but he thinks it paid off and he's happy with the new video. And then the very last like little tiny in scene bumper thing, we get like an exterior shot of their house and then it's just like a voiceover of Nick being like, wanna have sex? And just saying, no, eye roll, whatever. It's just that whole trope of like, the woman doesn't wanna have sex. Gotta put that in, heterosexuality. <laughs> okay, well that's the end of that episode. So that's it, I don't know. That was newlyweds. It's fine. We'll get to it. All right, let's do the where are they now. So Nick, um, he took a recurring role on Charm from 2004 to 2005, which I thought was kind of interesting. He also did a little bit of acting on One Tree Hill. He released his album What's Left of Me in May of 2006, which was his most successful solo album to date, um, which I believe that was right around the time that their divorce was being finalized. Uh, this is also kind of interesting because he pulled more or less the same move as Justin Timberlake after he broke up with Britney um, whereas he basically just went in the press and demonized the woman and used that to sell albums. He started dating Vanessa Manillo after she started in his music video in 2006 and they married in 2011 and they are still married and they have three kids. Um, she's also changed her name to Je uh, Vanessa Vanessa Lachey, that's her name? God damn I can't even think. Vanessa Lachey, yes she's changed her name so that's kind of interesting because most celebrities will keep their like public persona name as their maiden names um whatever uh he's done some acting in reality tv like i mentioned but uh he's done dancing with the stars as well um his wife vanessa was also on that season so they were competing against one another he's also part owner of the hollywood fame baseball team and is a cannabis investor who placed a marijuana legalization initiative on the ohio ballot in 2015 which when I first read that, I was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Go Nick, that's cool. Um, and then I went on to read, the initiative sought exclusive grow rights to for the group members while prohibiting all other cultivation except small amounts for personal use. So meaning like only the investor group that he was part of could grow weed. Like, like they wanted a weed monopoly in Ohio. I don't know, it seems kind of problematic. So that kind of sucks. Um, so that's what Nick's been up to. Jessica, meanwhile, made her acting debut as Daisy Duke in The Dukes of Hazard in 2005. She also hosted a show called The Price of Beauty. I believe that was in 2010. Um, she also was on a show called Fashion Star, which from what I could tell is basically just an off-brand project runway. So she's launched the Jessica Simpson Collection, which is a fashion line of clothing and other items. And this has been like her most successful venture. Um, the brand has gone over, has gone on to earn over $1 billion in revenue and is regarded as one of the most successful celebrity founded brands ever. Uh, she 
also went on to say that marrying Nick was actually her biggest money mistake she ever made because when they first married, they had no prenup because he was worth more going into the marriage. And then by the time they divorced, she was worth way, 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 way more and ended up having to pay Nick $12 million. Um, she's also since then been married to, well, she's still married to him, but she's gotten married to Eric Johnson, who's a football player. Uh, they got married in July of 2014, and they have three children together. Daughter Maxwell Drew Johnson, born May 2012. Son Ace Newt Johnson, that's Newt with a K-N-U-T-E, which is like a piece of currency from Harry Potter. Um, Ace Newt Johnson, born June 2013, and then most recently she just had a baby. Another girl, Birdie Mae Johnson, born March of 2019. So just this past March, which I didn't even know she was pregnant because I don't really keep up with celebrity gossip like this anymore. Um, so in terms of newlyweds, like, does it hold up? Is it worth a rewatch? Holding up, surprisingly, it, the first season at least holds up fairly well just because there isn't a lot that happens that's super, super dated other than just, like, Nick and Jessica's careers. <laughs> um, but there's not a lot of problematic stuff that happens, like, think I think there is maybe one R word this season but I don't know it's like not as bad as some of the other things that I've watched like Laguna Beach and America's Next Top Model and fucking Flavor of Love and shit like that um so you know that's pretty good and holding up I mean holding up yeah I guess so worth a watch it's fairly boring but I think that is just because I binge watched it and this like came from a time when you really shouldn't just binge watch these shows. They weren't designed to be binge watched. It's worth a watch if you're into reality TV like this, like where you want the foundation, you want to know where this stuff came from. All of, like I mentioned, all of these celebrity, celebrity couple, reality TV show couple type shows, they were all inspired by this. So because of that, I think it is super important. Like it's a super important moment in our culture it's a relic that we're gonna like look back on in 20 years like everyone's gonna remember newlyweds as a show so in that sense it's really important but maybe don't binge watch it like spread it out over a few days because otherwise it all just runs together and it gets it gets a little bit grating um just because ditziness and then like they're like bickering and snipping and sniping at one another and nick's condescension it's a little bit much binging it well, guys, I think that wraps it up for this episode of Snap Back to Reality. Um, thank you all so much for joining me once again. I'm sorry if I went on tangents, got a little bit crazy, a little bit loopy. Um, it's almost midnight, but it's Sunday. I'm so happy I don't have to do this in a closet tomorrow. So we made it. Um, if you like this show, you can find me on Facebook at Snap Back to Reality Podcast, on Instagram at Snap Back to Reality Pod, or you can send me an email at snapbackpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, please give this show a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever else you can leave reviews. If you like this, tell a friend. Um, email me suggestions for shows that you'd like me to do because that's fun too. I have a lot that I have in mind, but I don't know what to do. Okay, so I'm just going to put this out here. Shows that I want to do coming up. I want to do The Real World. I want to do Bad Girls Club. I want to do The Hills. 
but I really don't know anything about those. So if there are any like episodes or seasons of those in particular that you think I should talk about, please, please, please let me know if you know someone who wants to come on as a guest and lend their beautiful voice and talk to me about The Hills or Bad Girls Club or something like that. Uh, send me an email or a DM and we can talk about it. All right, you guys, I hope you have a wonderful week. Enjoy it. And I will talk to you next time. Bye.